This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good morning, everyone. Today is Tu Be'av. Tu Be'av is the day of celebration that Lo Ayu Yamim Tovim Be'Israel Kemo Tu Be'av. In the Moroccan tradition, the day of Tu Be'av was also a very special day because it was the day that the Hilula of Rabbi Amram Ben Diwan was celebrated. Who was Rabbi Amram ben Diwan? I just want to say a few short words so that we understand this great personality because Rabbi Amram ben Diwan didn't leave us uh, works of Torah. So we don't know, we don't study his Torah on a daily basis. However, his legacy is very well known. He is buried in the city of Wazan, which is in between the city of Tetuan or Tangier in the north and the city of Fez, a little bit more in the center. It's a village, it's a, it's a city called... Wazan, and there it is known that the tzaddik Rabbi Amram ben Diwan is buried. That there are that there's a, a tree that that is buried right by uh, that is grown right by his place of burial that does not burn the rabotai. I was there, I saw it. Other people were there. They will tell you that they saw it. There's a fire there, and just the tree does not burn. I actually we just had uh, we just had the singer Lipa Schmelzer by the wedding. He said he was also he was also going to. Uh, to Tarbi uh, Abram Ben Diwan. Wow. There's yesterday by the Kever last night, there was a lot of Hasidim over there. People are praying because it is known by Rabbi Abram Ben Diwan, there's tremendous Yeshua. So where did Rabbi Abram Ben Diwan come from? He was originally born in, the, in Yerushalayim in the year 1740. And his parents were originally from a, 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 a small village in Morocco. That's where their, 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 uh, their lineage was from uh, in the south of Tangier called Diwan. So that's why his name was Rabbi Amram bin Diwan. Ibn, they always added on to the words like Ibn Dinan. But it was always, that was, that, that was, the, that was the, his, his, um, his, original, uh, his original name came from that village. He studied in the Yeshiva in Yerushalayim at the time. The great yeshiva Mikubalim, also there, the, the, the time where there was great Geonim in that yeshiva. Just to give you an idea, who was in, the, in that yeshiva at the time, Rabbi Moshe Burla and Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov Burla, who was later the Rav of Yerushalayim. Rabbi Ephraim Navon was there. Rabbi Ephraim Navon wrote one of the most monumental works that we study in yeshivot, called the Machane Ephraim, that they say that the works of Rav Chaim Brisker, Rav Chaim Soloveitchik, is based on a lot of the shita of Rav Ephraim Navon. The 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 These are the great Geonim he learned with Rabbi Nisin Beracha, who was the son-in-law of the Chida, Rav Eliyahu Farchi, Rav Rav David Faraj, Rav Avram Ben Ben Shushan, Rav David Ashkenazi. They all studied. They would study in the morning Halacha, and then they would learn Rishit Chochma in Bet Yosef and Kabbalah. It was a very great yeshiva. And at the time in nineteen sixty in seventeen sixty three, the yeshiva of Hebron knew a lot of difficulties. So they sent Rabbi Amram ben Diwan to be a Shadar, a Shluchad Rabbanan, which was a common occurrence that they would send in Morocco, in Eretz Yisrael, people to Morocco that had more money than Eretz Yisrael at the time. It was a very poor place in Eretz Yisrael at the time. And they would, um, and they would, they would, uh, uh, they would send people from Shluchad Rabbanan. There was many, there was, there was a Shluchad Rabbanan, Rav Eliyahu Ashkenazi, and Rav Chiyad Dayan, 
Really Ashkenazi was actually the father of Natanazati, but they were they were great great Talmidic Chachamim that they came to Morocco. They they learned with the grandfather of the Orachim Hakadosh, who was in turn the Rav of the Orachim Hakadosh. There, there's a long history of all the great Shluchei Rabbanan. Here, Biyam Remedy one they chose him because number one, he was a tzaddik that was a descendant of the community, and they so they they were familiar with the name and where he's from. Number two, he was a great Dayan. And a great halachic decider in Torah. So whenever they would have a question, they knew that they could always go to Amram bin Diwan. As a matter of fact, we see that 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 in the letter that the Chachamim, Rav Aron Alfandri, Rav Yitzchak Zevi, Rav Bajayo, Rav Fato, Rav Archa, Rav Gedalia, all of these great Rabbanim, they signed on the letter saying that how great of a, a Talmud Chacham he is, uh, who is brilliant and he's a and he's a tzaddik, and at the same time how difficult their situation is. So they, they have this letter, it's documented, that uh, sending Rabbi Amram Diwan to Morocco to raise funds for them. So these Geonim also uh, uh, knew that once the Geonim of Morocco for, uh, from the city of Fez and from the city of, uh, of Meknes and the other great Geonim, a golden era we're talking about in the, in the mid-1700s were the greatest greatest tikufa in, 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 in Morocco at the time, and they sent Rabbi Amram ben Diwan. As a matter of fact, there's a sefer called Meshiluach from Rabbi Rafael Aron Bonsonigo in he has a teshuvah there about the ownership of the Beta Knesset who it, who it belonged to, and there's a signature there on the psak from Rabbi Amram ben Diwan that, uh, that, 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 he added in, that, that he added his name on to, to the uh, to, to the signature. A third reason why they sent specifically to Amram ben Diwan was because he was known as a Po'el Yeshuot. He would, he would, uh, he, he, uh, Hashem listened to his tefillot. Hashem listened to his tefillot. He didn't do any, uh, any, 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 any fancy tricks. He had a direct line to Akadosh Baruchu. And that was his, uh, and, and that was the zikhut that, that they, uh, that people knew that they could always go and get his biracha. And uh, till today we know that people who pray Bishkhutar Biyamram Ben Diwan and they ask Hashem in his zikhut and that he intervenes in their zikhut, they see great things. Either way, seven years, seven years later, we'll fast forward, the Hachamim of Hebron wanted him to go for a new mission. And, uh, and basically, they wanted him to, they wanted him to go to somewhere else, especially uh, they also had a, a problem that they couldn't go into Maratha Machpelah anymore. The Muslims didn't let them let, didn't let them go, and he 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 really wanted in order to pray for his his son who was who was sick. So he actually went to Miknes at the time and visited the famous Paitan Rabbi David Hasin. And he visited when he visited Rabbi David Hasin. He composed a beautiful beautiful uh, piyut in the memory of Rabbi Amram ben Diwan. Uh, 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 who is uh, who? It's written in the Sefer Tilad David, page forty-seven. So he came to Meknes in that year, in seventeen forty-three. You have to understand the great Geonim that there were at the time in Meknes. There was there was the the Beta Knesset from the great Malach Rabbi Rafael Berdugo, the Mechaber Sefer of Torot Emet and Mishpatim Yisharim and and Mimin Uchot and others. And there, the, it, it, when Rabbi Amram Medivan gave a drasha in that in that Beta Knesset, it looked like he was an angel talking. And the whole community begged him that, uh, that, 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 uh, for direction. And he was encouraging them to move to Eretz Yisrael as a shluched rabbanan. And either way, at the time, they, they, uh, they, because of the whole war that was going on at the time in Morocco, Rabbi Amram Diwan wasn't able to leave. 
and since he wasn't able to, he wasn't able to leave he eventually stayed uh stayed from Meknes he went there to uh, uh he, he went we're talking about it already in the year 1782 he 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 started going towards uh, uh Sofru and there he was in a small village there called Azjan and he caught pneumonia there in 1782 and he was niftar on Tisha B'Av. Wow. He was niftar on Tisha B'Av. And uh, the, the, the Rabbanim, when they signed that he was niftar on Tisha B'Av, they wrote, Ba'u Banim Ad Mashber. Our children came to a breaking point, which is Abiy Abraham was niftar Ad Amran Diwan. Ad Amran Diwan, which is also the Mashber, um, is the gematria of the year Tafkuf Membet, which was the day of Ezirula. So because of that great, uh, because of that great loss, the, um, the Rabbi Amram ben Diwan was buried in the, uh, in, in, in the, in the city of Wazan. And from that time it was known that it was, they would celebrate the Hidula on Tu Be'av. They can't celebrate obviously on Tisha Be'av. So we always push it off on Tu Be'av. And that was his great legacy of Rabbi Amram ben Diwan was most importantly an unbelievable sage in Torah. That was Poel Yishot and gave his life for Am Yisrael. Just like we mentioned about Dora Chaim HaKadosh recently, that he gave his life and that's how he gave, literally he died for Klal Yisrael because he tried to bring the Geula closer and that's what caused that the Klipot went against him. Rabbi the one was a great, great protection for Am Yisrael. Yizichro Baruch Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.